showcases, it's going to be Mareep. Or will it? You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. A new meta-defining megaform is looking to take a chomp out of the competition. Don't fall asleep while counting shiny sheep during this month's Community Day Classic. Break out those calendars to save the date for the upcoming season. Shadow Regigigas is out and about. Is that normal? Type? And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 258. It is Wednesday, then that's not the weirdest thing that is happening right now, because I'm sure everybody's noticed. I'm not Chris. In fact, Chris is not even here. In fact, I'm by myself. Somebody, somebody, please send help. This is, this is not good. Anyways, Chris had... Uh, some work engagements, and that has kept him from the show this week. Last week was just, you know, some personal stuff, unfortunately, but I'm here. I want to bring you some of the news, and uh, we'll see what we get through for emails and stuff. No gear up this week, heads up, because uh, I'm not going to keep talking to myself pointlessly about numbers. That's not fun if somebody else is not here to share in the pain and or misery. But without further ado... We have goals to talk about. And yes, I do have at least some of Chris's results. So we'll do Chris first because I don't want to talk about mine. (laughs) Uh, Chris wanted to hatch 50 eggs. He did. Chris wanted to get a shiny phantom. He didn't. And Chris wanted to get 250,000 stardust. He did. He also set a goal of 30 shiny whooper when we talked right before community day. He didn't give me the results for that one. I'm going to assume he did. We're, we're going to say yes, and he can correct me next time. So uh, that, that's pretty good. That's three for four. This, this is not going to be good for me. Uh, <laughs> I had buddy progress, which I I did for two days out of the last. When did we last record? Nine days ago? Look, it's we're going to finish here first. Shiny Phantom. No, didn't happen. It was a stretch goal. It was never going to happen in the first place. Mega progress. I did do that. Almost all of them are done. And at Mega 3, I've only got like two or three more. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, man. Friend gifting. I I also remembered this one for about two days, maybe. <laughs> uh, and six shiny whooper. I, I was not very excited about whooper community day if Everyone else couldn't tell when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I played mostly from driving around with my plus plus going. I did not get six. I got five. I watched my sixth one run away from my go plus plus. So I saw that and I was like, oh, well, it's time to go home then, isn't it? <laughs> um, but that is a, a terrible record. Chris clearly wins today. So I can at least talk briefly about Wooper Community Day as we go into the news. Hey, what's going on? It's the news, and Wooper Community Day happened, uh, what was it, three days ago now. It's a shame Chris is not here because it was fine for me. I don't really have much to say. I played it very passively. It just wasn't a very exciting one for me. I think there's more love for Wooper in the fandom than I have. And I feel bad for that because Wooper's a cute Pokemon. It's just not it. That said, we're going to talk about Wooper later and I'm all for that. So it was positive. I didn't have any issues with spawns in particular. It seemed an okay split of Peldean to regular Johto and Wooper. And that's about it. I am curious to hear what other people felt though, because I didn't have the greatest sample size. But without further ado, we're going to talk about the news. And there is actually a lot. I thought I was going to be coming in here and be like, oh, yeah, one thing. Let's go. No, there's actually several things to talk about. 
and they're all topical, so I can't leave them for later. Chris is going to miss out. First up, Mega Garchomp Raid Day. Trainers, Mega Garchomp will make its earth-shaking Pokemon Go debut and will be featured in raids during this special raid day. When? Saturday, November 11th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Mega Garchomp will be debuting in Mega Raids. Event bonuses. The remote raid pass limit will be increased to 10 on Saturday, November 11th from 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. Said, take note that from 12 a.m., don't use your raid passes before the Garchomp raids happen. I know I'm going to forget, so I need to say this out loud. You can receive up to five additional daily raid passes from spinning photo discs at gyms during the event. You will have an increased chance of encountering shiny Garchomp from Mega Raids. I like that's That's good. That That's a positive. Absolutely. Event exclusive ticket for... $5 or regional equivalent, you'll be able to purchase a ticket to receive the following bonuses. These bonuses will be effective Saturday, November 11th from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. local time. Eight additional raid passes from spinning photo discs at gyms for a daily total of 14, including your five from the free part of the event and your two if you save previously. I, look, i I can't do the math on the fly here. It's too much going on. Increased chance to get Rare Candy XL from Raid Battles. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's too negative. It's too negative. We don't have Chris's positivity to balance it out. I have to be careful. 50% more experience from Raid Battles and two-time Stardust from Raid Battles. It's going to be a web store bundle. Pokemon Go Web Store Raid Bundle will be available for $4.99. That includes three remote raid passes and two premium raid passes. It's fine. If you were going to buy remote raid passes, you you might as well buy that because it's more or less the equivalent unless you were going to do it with Pokecoins, of course, which is the idea, I think, behind the conversion here. There will also be an in-game shop raid bundle. During this event for 595 poke coins that includes three remote raid passes and two premium raid passes. Again, no reason not to get that if you have poke coins and we're going to buy remote raid passes. It, it's a bad deal. Don't get me wrong. But given the price of remote raid passes, it is technically a good deal. Technically. And that's that's it for the details here. We're just going to talk about it real briefly. Normally, I do a gear up on Garchomp this week, but it's not as interesting with just myself here, so I can give some feedback right here in the news section. First up, Mega Garchomp's awesome. I love it. If you haven't seen it shiny, it is bright pink. It's hot pink. It's great. It's one of those Megas that made up for the poor shiny, just like Gengar. So big, big fan. Now, positives and negatives. Mega Garchomp is very strong. It's very, very strong. That's positive. Now the negative. It's ground and it's dragon. We just got Mega Rayquaza. We already have Primal Groudon. You can't have them both at the same time. Both of those outclass Garchomp in its required typing. So... Technically speaking, there's no reason to use Mega Garchomp unless you want to. Or you don't have a good Primal Groudon or Mega, Mega Rayquaza that you want to use. But that's kind of down to preference at that point. So this would have been a lot more exciting if it had come out before <laughs> either of those. And, I, and I'm pretty sure that they were aware of that. But Garchomp is a huge fan favorite. I know I like it a lot. So it doesn't really matter to most people. They're going to want it. They're going to rate it. Now, 10 remote raid passes. It's whatever. It's fine. It's good. It's not enough, but it's good. <laughs> this The $5 ticket, just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Did, have they done this for raid days in the past? This is where I miss Chris right now. I don't think this existed for either Hisuian Braviary or what in the world did we just have? Cleavor. But those were three-star raids versus a mega raid, so I suppose there's that. 
And it's just like, we're, we're going to talk about this in this episode a little bit. The monetization feels really aggressive. Every single thing has a ticket tied to it in some capacity. And especially when one of the things on the ticket is something you can't even measure, increased chance for a rare candy XL. What? Come on. Also, unless I'm reading it wrong, it doesn't specify from in-person, but I'm going to assume that's only for in-person raids because you can't get rare candy XL from remote raids. I wouldn't recommend buying this ticket unless you really want the raid passes. It is an objectively positive value for raid passes if you were going to buy them otherwise. And that's that. That's about it. I, I'm not going to be buying this ticket. Nope, no, no chance. I'll probably buy one of these bundles because I'll need the raid passes anyways. Oh, and one more note for Mega Garchomp. It is not soloable. You can't solo this raid. I know it's tempting. It's got that four times ice weakness. You can't do it mathematically. You need to. That said, two should be a pretty easy solo. So <laughs> two should be a pretty easy duo with no difficulty at all. And three, you can probably do it no problem with like level 30 counters. So you got a friend. You got anybody you can invite to a raid. You'll be able to take care of Mega Garchomp. All right. Next thing on the list, we have save the dates for next season's community days. This is nice. It's nice to see these every time. Trainers, we'd like to share next season's community day dates. Saturday and Sunday, December 16th and 17th. That's going to be our, you know, rehash of everything of the year. So that's, that's good to see you again. We're going to get the two days. Saturday, January 6th, 2024. Saturday, January 20th, 2024 is going to be a community day classic. Sunday, February 4th, 2024. God, you know, just reading that doesn't seem like that's that long away. Time is so strange. I don't like it. But community days aren't the only events on the horizon. Here are the dates for additional in-game events coming next season. Sunday, December 3rd. Saturday, December 9th. Saturday, December 23rd. Sunday, January 14th. Saturday and Sunday, January 27th and 28th. Sunday, February 11th. That's a lot of dates. That's a lot of dates. And one of those is the day before Christmas Eve. I'm scared. I'm scared, Niantic. I don't like it. I'm scared. So help me if it's another raid day. And, and that's all there is to say. Stay tuned for more details with December Community Day and beyond. We all know what December Community Day is. We don't have to pretend anymore. Come on. Just, just. Just tell us. Everybody already knows. Speaking of Community Day, though, we have November's Community Day Classic, Mareep. We uh, talked about this a little bit two weeks ago, but we have more details here for you. When? Saturday, November 25th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Featured attack. Evolve Flaffy during the event or up to two hours afterwards to get an Ampharos that knows the charge attack Dragon Pulse. Community Day Classic Special Research Story. For $1 or your regional equivalent, you'll be able to access the Mareep Community Day Classic Exclusive Special Research Story. Story is not in quotes, but it should be. Event bonuses. Quarter hatch distance when eggs are placed in incubators during the event period. Lure models activated during the event will last for three hours. Incense, excluding the daily adventure incense, activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during Community Day Classic for a surprise. It's Mareep. Field research. Community Day Classic themed field research will be available. Catch Mareep to earn rewards such as additional counters with Mareep, Stardust, Great Balls, and more. I don't know what it is about it, but the wording of catch Mareep to earn additional encounters with Mareep just is very funny to me, even though it's my favorite reward from those research tasks. Showcases, it's going to be Mareep. 
or will it? For, for those of you who may not have paid attention, maybe you didn't have it, the issue. I think it was basically everywhere, though. For Whooper Day, it was Squirtle again. <laughs> so I hope you save your large Squirtles because uh, their spaghetti code likes to, to break. It's going to be a Web Store Community Day Classic Box. An Ultra Community Day box featuring 500 Pokeballs, one Poffin, and three Lucky Eggs will be available on the Pokemon Go Web Store during the event for $9.99. Don't buy this. I cannot express myself enough. Don't buy it, please. I beg you. There's so much better things in this game even to spend your $10 on. Event bundles. Two electrifying bundles will be available during this event for... 1350 Coins, you will get 50 Ultra Balls, five Super Incubators, one Elite Charge TM, and five Lucky Eggs. I, I'm still going to say don't buy this, but I, I know people will because it has an Elite Charge TM, so I'm not, I don't judge you too hard in that regard. For 480 Coins, you will get 30 Ultra Balls, one Incense, three Super Incubators, and one Lure Module. Don't, don't buy this. Don't buy that one. Talking about boxes, there's a box in the store right now for like, what is 7,000 coins for 50 incubators? And so, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go look it up. It's absurd. Technically, it is fantastic value. Please don't, don't spend $100 on incubators right now. Hang on. Do I have it? Yeah. 7,000 coins for... 50 super incubators and 50 regular incubators. Look, okay, we're, we're going to hash this out right now. Chris is not here to defend it, and that's okay. That is an okay value. It hurts to say that. That is so many poker coins. It is so much money turned into poker coins. If you want to hatch eggs, that's a that's pretty good. <laughs> That's 100 incubators at, what is that, 70 Poke coins an incubator, technically? If you have the coins to drop, you have the money to drop, I, I think this is really good. I didn't do the math or didn't see anybody else do the math on it, but at quick glance, seems very good. Still don't buy it. Now, if this had been, if this was, Maybe 18 months ago, I would have bought it the day it came out. But no, no. I'm sure I really look forward to hearing Chris tell me about buying it, though. And we got sidetracked, but that's Marie Community Day. It, it's fine. I expressed my disinterest a couple weeks ago. It, it has not changed, especially because it's a hatch distance as well. I got three shinies, something like that. If you weren't around for it, it's exciting to get the cotton candy sheep. It's a great shiny. Very happy for that. The move doesn't really do much of anything. It might have some PvP usage, but even then, I don't I don't think Ampharos is where it's at in PvP. And that's about it. Moving on to the last bit of news. Just got announced. Fashion Week 2023. Trainers, get ready for a Pokemon fashion show on Pokemon Go. Shiny Gothita makes its Pokemon Go debut, joined by Dragonite and Wooper wearing fashionable costumes. When? Wednesday, November 15th, 2023 at 10 a.m. to Sunday, November 19th, 2023 at 8 p.m. local time. Now, I'm going to save myself a lot of time here. Every, I'm just going to say the Pokemon and it's going to have a fashionable costume. I'm not going to say with a fashionable costume every single time. I would rather say no costume instead. So we're going to do that. Featured Pokemon, Dragonite, Wooper, Quagsire. And you will also be able to encounter costume Pokemon featured in past fashion weeks during this event, which we'll list later. The Wooper is fantastic. Oh my God. I love it so much. I don't know why this the beanie look is so perfect. I can't believe it. I hadn't thought of it before, and it's amazing. The Dragonite's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah, that's about it. 
Event bonuses. Increased chance for trainers level 31 up to receive Candy XL for successfully catching Pokemon. Always a positive. Two times Candy for catching Pokemon. We just had this for all of like October, so it's not that exciting to see right now. Select avatar items will be on sale during Fashion Week. Yeah. Timed research. A Fashion Week-themed timed research will be available for $2 or your regional equivalent. Complete the research task to earn encounters with various Pokemon wearing costumes and two premium battle passes. Here's the timed research that we just talked about again. Don't, I, I told you. Well, I'm going to circle back. I'm going to circle back. It's going to be quick. Wild encounters. Pikachu, Diglett, Wooper, Croagunk, all with costumes. Gothita, Frillish, female. Furfru, Marini, without costumes. And if you're lucky, Absol, with costume. And Frillish, male, no costume. Next up, Raids. Capital R, by the way. Everything here has a costume except Furfru. Then there's Diglett, Wooper, and Sneasel in one-star raids. And three-star raids is Butterfree, Dragonite, Curlia, and Absol. All I can say is my uh, my stocks in that fashionable Butterfree just went way down. Feel feel a little sad. Traded for for one of those, and it's a uh, it's a really nice one. I wasn't expecting them to bring it back. I'm not going to lie. This is the first time it's been brought back. I'm, I'm, I feel like it wasn't last year at last year's Fashion Week, but I could be going crazy. We have eggs. Not wearing a costume is Gathita. All wearing costumes are Pichu, Wooper, Smoochum, and Shinx. In field research tasks, all costumes. Butterfree, Diglett, Wooper, Curlia, Shinx, and Blitzel. The collection challenge. Complete the collection challenge to receive an encounter with Dragonite wearing a fashionable costume, experience, and Stardust. New avatar items. Uh, Gothitelle top, Gothitelle pants, Gothitelle shoes. Ryu, I, I can't say this Pokemon's name. I apologize. Ryuniclus boots, Ryuniclus top, hooded denim jacket, denim pants. Denim, what Pokemon is that? Hang on. I don't, I don't, so is that a, is that a, is that a Gen 8 Pokemon I don't know about? I didn't play Gen 8. Of course, there's going to be uh, various showcases during the time, so keep your eye out for that. And they have a line in here about promoting party play. We don't, we don't worry too much about that until it's, it's more significant. Let's be honest here. All right. So we have fashion week again. Fashion week is fun. It's nice to see Furfru again. It can be shiny. So that's cool. Gathita being shiny is also cool. It's like a it's like a gray purple. I like the shiny. It's a pretty easy, excellent throw. So that's also good for farming if it's a lot in the wild. A lot of costumes coming back. This is this is the week of costumes, let me tell you that. And you know what? They're all pretty great. I don't think there's a bad costume in the bunch. I think the weakest costume is probably Sneasel. Although, I guess you could have a debate for Smoochum because it's just a bow. But, like, that's also really cute. So, what are you doing? But we're going to circle back now because, again, we have a timed research that you can buy. Every single event has a timed research you can buy now. Just just every single one. I, As much as I would like to buy this for completion's sake, I, I protest. I'm not going to buy it. The, I'm not going to buy a research just to have more encounters with the Pokemon. And yes, you can argue two premium battle passes are technically work, worth $2. But if you buy them in a bundle, they're not worth it. And just, just no, I, I know what they're doing there and I don't like it. <laughs> But other than that, I think it's just a, it's just an okay time, really. Just especially for those who really like Fashion Week, it's great to see it coming back. It's a nice reoccurring event. I'm hoping to to find a, a bunch of female frillish. Maybe get a shiny. You never know. Everything in this event can be shiny. I believe there is 
I swear there was one standout. Yeah, Marini. Marini can't be shiny. So there's that. Don't click the Marini if you don't want, if you're only shiny checking. All right, we're almost at the end of the news. I have one note, though, in that Shadow Articuno is in Shadow Raids right now. You may notice we didn't talk about that in November. It's because it wasn't on the November infographic. And uh, we didn't find out about it until I like the 5th of November when people were like, hey, what the heck is going on right now? Uh, so why is it Articuno? I, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's that's about it. Couldn't tell you. And with that, uh, there's no gear up this week. So we are going to take a quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome back. So, no Pokalore this week either, because I just want to jump right into the Pokepole. I didn't pick a Pokemon this week. I didn't I didn't really think about it. I apologize for that one. <laughs> Also, I have talked way longer than I thought I was going to about myself. This is ridiculous. So last week's question, or rather two weeks ago's question, was December's Community Day has been consistent over the years. What could Niantic do to really shake up the event? First response is from Rotten Tanuki, and they said, Shinies are kind of boring if you've already done Community Days. So make the party task rewards those days things like 100,000 experience, 50,000 Stardust. 10 Zygarde cells, or 100 Gimme Ghoul can, Gimme Ghoul coins. Yeah, I mean, I think potential ways to award people or reward people who did play the entire time and want to have different goals, I think is a, is a positive for sure. Next spot's from Ghastly Girl, and they said, I know this is probably controversial for people lucky enough to play Community Day all year, but I'd like it to be a three-day, actual 24-hour days-long event so those of us who work weekends can actually have a chance at the shinies we missed. To make it more worth it for those who played all year, I think global challenges like they do for GoFest would help, especially if the rewards were really good. Rare Candy XL, maybe rotate some regionals like Flabebe's or some premium items. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely not opposed to m- more time. I, I think when I answered the question two weeks ago, I was like, just do it across two separate weekends and just just go all the way. But making them the entire forty eight hours of a two day weekend even would be a a huge change that I would I would definitely be for. I don't remember if it was last year. It might have been the year before. They did that, sort of. They were spawning in the wild for the full day, Saturday and Sunday, but they had increased spawn rates of specific Pokemon during event hours. And I think that is a good compromise as long as you make sure there's enough spawns outside of those event hours with shiny rates that people can actually, you know, appreciate. Next one's from Matters, and he said, Hello, gents. I'd like an advent calendar event. Every day we open a door, we can go down one of three given routes as paths where we choose what we'd like to encounter on that day. We'd have wild encounters, a mini collection challenge, field research, and a little sweet candy treat for your chosen Pokemon at the end, culminating on the final event day with a rare candy XL catch day with boosted shinies, but only for the Pokemon you've chosen on your journey. Loving your work as ever. Cheers, chaps. That's an idea. I like it. I like it. I. How long would it be, though? It's like like a two-week advent calendar. That way you get 14 Pokemon in there. You know, 12 Pokemon. 11 days for your picking of the Pokemon from the previous month. Previous year, I should say. 
and then three days of like an actual final culmination. I, I like the idea. Advent calendar. It's very December. Is that rooted in Christmas? I, I don't know. I never actually had advent calendars as a kid. I apologize. If it's rooted in Christmas, it's a little more it's a little more challenging, but come on, it's it's wintertime. We could we could figure something out. Next response from Tim Arap, and he said, Overall, I enjoy the way December Community Day brings back past spawns, especially this year as I was not able to play multiple community days. Improving players' ability to target encounters would be nice, though. This could be via routing hours, like for global. This could be via rotating hours, like for global goat fest, or a special research that allows trainers to select their spawns. It could be one, or it could be all of them. Yeah, I'm I'm so for that. What if just you, you get one choice of all the spawns? 50% of your spawns are that Pokemon and the other 50% are rotation from the year. That way for people who want to retarget, uh, what, what have we even had this year? I don't know who want to retarget timber because they didn't get enough XL candy. That way they get a lot of timber, but they still have a little bit else sprinkled in there. I like that idea. And our last response is from Artemis dragon. They said, Instead of making it a weekend thing, I'd like for Niantic to just give you the full month to evolve them with their exclusive moves, increase their catch the shiny rate to community day rates, make the bonus that month be two special trades a day, and just mix them in with the December spawns. Also, a 31-day timed research that lets you encounter all the featured community day Pokemon from 2022 and 2023. December can be a busy month for some people. I think this would help make it all much easier as a way to balance things out. Cheers. Uh, I think I think I may have to disagree here. Because I think the biggest problem is when you make something that happens an entire time frame, you are I think that is actively encouraging people to play that at whole time. So if you have increased rates, increased shiny and or spawns for the entirety of December, people are going to shiny hunt and catch the entirety of December. And they're going to feel bad when they can't do it. Now, that that's unfortunate for them because this does absolutely help people who are busier and might want more um, select times to be able to play for sure, though. I just think making it the whole month might be a little bit too much. But for this week's Pokepole, we have, what is your best advice for newer trainers for inventory management? I feel like Chris wrote this one, knowing that I would be here alone to talk about it. Because it's not my favorite thing to talk about, but I love to talk about it. <laughs> I, I think, for me, number one thing to manage is getting more inventory space. <laughs> If you are a free-to-play player, coins are your lifeblood until you have a good amount of inventory storage. Probably like 2,000 for item bag and like maybe 3,000 for Pokemon is where I would be like, yeah, you can probably manage that no problem. That said, I know hardcore people who manage their inventory at like 1,500 Pokemon and I'm like, you're crazy. That said, consider what is important to you when you manage your inventory, I think is a huge piece of advice. Because if you care about PvP, you have to manage your inventory completely different than somebody who doesn't. And vice versa, if you don't PvP, your, your inventory management is very different. Somebody who PvPs is, doesn't really need six Tyranitar. They can have it to maximize their team, but they don't need it. Also, get rid of your berries. Just throw out berries. If you're stacking them, if you don't have a gym to feed them, throw them out. Save your a decent stack of pinaps. Save some Raz, whether it's golden or regular. It depends on how much you raid. And you're good. The Nanab berries are useless. 
use the silver pin berries as you get them, in my opinion. I think that's uh, my general advice. We look forward to hearing everybody else's advice on the show, though, next week. If there is a show next week, who knows? The future is a mystery right now. But I haven't gotten lost, and I know what part of the show is because it is time for emails. And no voicemails this week, at least that I know about. Chris didn't tell me or send them to me. So if there are, I apologize. We'll read them next week or listen to them next week. First emails from Josh, and they said, hello, Mr. Chris and Mr. Kyle, in no particular order. That was a particular order, I just have to say. Josh here as a part of Team Email. I've been away a while working on school and such and just staying away from Go, but I'm back, and I can see Kyle has not changed at all. He likes nothing and hates everything. Chris loves everything and hates nothing. All jokes aside, I wanted to ask since I returned, I see routes are in the game. And I did complete the A to Zygarde task. Are you not guaranteed to sell on a route? Or did I miss it because I know I'm walking, catching, spinning, fighting rockets and balloons? So if so, why is this not an auto thing like the buddy getting candy or when the buddy randomly visits a stop and gets gifts for you? Also, Chris, I listen to PvP Corner, do a great job, and I can happily say if someone like you who is very knowledgeable about this game is that bad at PvP and made it to rank 20, there is hope for me. I also wanted to ask about the soloing of certain legendaries like Guzzlord. I am positive I have counters, but do I need to have those perfect 100% counters just as long as they are of level good enough? Also, if you could terrestrialize any one Pokemon in Pokemon Go, who would it be? How do you think that would be done in Pokemon Go? For the record, Soaring Moon is amazing and a great design along with the T-Tar form. Now, if there's something to hate, it's Walking, Wake, and whatever Raikou's form is supposed to be. Hey, we're going to circle back. As always, guys, thank you so much. Glad to be back and listening since you have, and since you have YouTube, I'll be watching now. Sorry for the long email. I believe we also upload video to Spotify, so if you are listening via Spotify, you can watch video on it too. So that's an option. Now we're going to circle back because I got, I got some things to say. First off, Walking Wake is pretty great. I'm sorry. Chris is not here to defend Suicune. I will defend it because it's a dinosaur and I love it. Also, Riku is, Riku is also a dinosaur and I love it. We love tall boys here. It's a dinosaur. You, you said, what is it supposed to be? It's, it's a, it's a Brachiosaurus or whatever form of long nap you want to talk about. Diplodocus, that's another one, I think. I don't know. My my three-year-old nephew knows more about dinosaurs than I do now. All right, but circling back through questions. Are cells not guaranteed on a route? So technically, no. So, so technically, yes, but no, I think is the answer I'm going to go with. There is a technique to force a cell to spawn at the end of a route if it was going to spawn. I don't know all of the details. There are probably better guides on Reddit and YouTube to give you that information at the moment. Although if I look it up, I can share it next week, being more prepared. The gist of it is if you get within, I believe it's 100 feet, maybe it's 100 meters, of the end of the route, pause the route, close the app, restart the app, and then continue the route, and the cell will spawn next to your character. As to why it doesn't instantly get gathered, I, I could not tell you. It is beyond silly. It should be gathered, plain and simple. Uh, soloing certain legendaries. Uh, it, it depends on the legendary, honestly. Generally speaking, most raid guides and stuff that's being calculated will use level 40 100% IV pokemon as their calculations but it, it won't matter that much there i don't believe there are any raid solos at the moment that are that close that you would need only 100% perfect pokemon on your team to beat the level of your Pokemon, the correct moveset is so much more important. 
That said, I don't know all of the matchups. There may be a couple of very, very difficult solos that require that. I know back in the day, uh, four-star Tyranitar raids, you needed only 100% level 40 Machamps, and they needed to be weather boosted in order for you to have a chance to solo it. So there's stuff like that that do exist. But something like Guzzlord, the solo was so easy that if you had like a level 40 Mega Gardevoir, you probably could could do it. No problem. If I miss anything? I think I circled back around for all of that. Yeah. Oh, Terrastalizing. Terrastalizing. Oh, how do I pick just one? Terrastalizing is such a it's such a unique concept to your fight. Who you terrestrialize is, is part of the strategy. It's like who you switch on your team. I mean, I, 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 I hate to say it. I just terrestrialize Gengar to be ghost so it's not weak to psychic anymore. Please, I beg you. Save my boy. Oh, thanks so much, Josh, though, for the email. Next email is from Brendan. They said, Hey guys, first off, love the show. It makes my day every time you upload. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. My question is, how do you guys deal with burnout? I love Pokemon in all forms, but Go as of late hasn't been enticing to me. I want that to change because I love playing Pokemon Go. So do you have any advice for countering burnout? Also, I downloaded Monster Hunter because you guys kept talking about it and it's great. Does my family like that I have yet another reason to just wander the streets? Absolutely not. Will that stop me? Absolutely not. Thanks. All right. So we got we got two things here. First off, Burnout. Second off, Monster Hunter. We'll circle back to Monster Hunter because I didn't do a Monster Hunter Minute because it felt wrong, but now we've talked about it, so I have to. Burnout. This is big because I I, I feel it. I feel it right now. Part of it, though, is is my seasonal depression. I get seasonal depression around Pokemon Go real bad when it starts to get cold here in Chicago. Um, one thing that I, I can say for Burnout is we're playing a video game. That's, that's one of the biggest things to keep in mind at all times. This is a video game. We are supposed to be having fun. If we're not having fun, don't do it. I say that a lot because I, I play a lot of League of Legends. I'm playing more League of Legends. If I'm not having fun, I, I stop. I can come back. It's it's not going to go anywhere. Pokemon Go is going to be here. And when you are more ready or when you have decided on a different way you want to approach the game, you can always come back. And that's the that's the thing about Pokemon Go in general is if you really can look at what you're burnt out about, you can probably find something to change for yourself that can make it better or make it more fun. You might be burnt out on shiny hunting. That that can be a thing. Maybe, maybe try your hand at taking gyms, you know, maybe become the guy who owns every single gym in the town that th- this is not for me. Listen, I'm not endorsing that idea. It's just a suggestion because I know some people like it. Maybe you're tired of raiding. Maybe it's maybe it's time to give a more of a focus to PvP. Maybe you're tired of focusing so hard on optimizing PvP. Maybe it's time to take a break from PvP. Maybe it's time to use more fun teams in PvP and not worry about if your team is a perfect counter to the current meta or not. These are all just kind of ideas on how you can really change the way you're approaching the game in order to still have a good time overall. Because if you like catching Pokemon, there's always something here for you and go. If you like the gameplay loop of walking and throwing curveballs and seeing what the Pokemon is, it's always here for you. Everything else is secondary or tertiary if you want to get that far. And for me, I, I've just kind of slowed down. I don't need to grind out Pokemon even on a community day. I don't need 30 or 40 shinies anymore. I'm okay. You know, five or six, maybe 10 or 12. Even that's a lot. And I have a lot more fun and I don't feel pressured to coordinate my time around it anymore. And I'm able to enjoy it more because of that. So I hope that was able to help 
with that, with your burnout, let's talk about Monster Hunter for a minute. We're gonna, this is our Monster Hunter minute at the end of the show, almost 50 minutes in, right? 45 minutes in. Uh, Monster Hunter's great. I'm, I'm glad to see that you're uh, giving it a try and that you're liking it. Uh, I just finally beat my six-star urgent Diablos, and I wanted to cry because I hate Diablos so much. It's just, it has been my bane of Monster Hunter for five or six years now my my nightmare so i'm excited though i'm slowly working my way through to finish the story so i can finally get the seven star monsters i feel like i've fallen behind a lot of people but it's not a it's not a sprint so it's a marathon and you can take your time because as long as you're having fun hunting the monsters which i really do every single time i click on one that's all that counts that said we had a jury totos raid week raid week haha uh just spawning event this last weekend, it, I, I didn't care for it. You know, going to be blunt. I think their spawn events, which they're kind of trying to mirror, mirror Pokemon events and community days, are very difficult to balance because you have biomes in Monster Hunter. And only specific monsters can spawn in specific biomes. So every time they do an event where the monster can only spawn in one biome, it feels real bad when you your whole neighborhood is only two of those biomes and it's you get to fight like two of them. The Tobikodachi weekend was great because it can spawn in two biomes. And I really think they need to reconsider the balancing feature of that for future events. We shall see, though. We got a Legiana event coming up, which also only spawns in swamps, which is going to be frustrating as well. But we'll we'll get there. So thank you very much for the email, Brendan. Our last email is from Chowry, and they said, hey, guys, it's me again, back for another update. Shadow Lugia was something else. Our group took out about 20 of them. Holy cow. Didn't get a single three-star out of the whole ordeal. Oh, a few got shinies, and a friend used their first Master Ball on a purifiable hundo. All right, all right. Regigigas has been registered. Shadow Regigigas has been registered and will now sit in storage forever. That's right. The grunts have given me more good Pokemon than the leaders and Giovanni together. That's also pretty fair. The entire part two of Halloween, I've been shiny hunting Vulpix. I've gotten 10 shadow costumes, three luckies, and a shiny Alolan from a trade, but no co shiny costume yet. Speaking of which, is Alolan Ninetales any good for Ultra League? Mine's 2496 CP with Powder Snow and Weather Ball Ice. I'd love to build a good team around it, but don't know where to start. Oh, no. I should have pre-screened these. Let me just take a real quick look to see what the internet has to say so I can actually parse the information a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, it. it's rank 83 in Ultra League overall. This is XL, so I don't know what level your... Uh, your nine tails is, but the hundo rank one, well, not the hundo, the rank one is seven, 15, 15 at level 50, 24, 96. So it sounds like you're, uh, you're, uh, pretty close there. So it, it has, it has use. That said, I may, uh, you may want to consider sending an email over to PVP corner about help with, uh, team building. Because uh, I'm not, I'm not the one to ask there. I've, I've personally asked Fish help for building a team for when I was doing Ultra League. Anyways, nothing else remarkable has happened so far. No shinies, no hundos, just a lot of walking. But with Halloween, so excited for the rare candy and Whooper Calm Day coming up, I'm sure that the shiny slash hundo gap will be filled. Lucky vibes all, Chowry. Well, that's a that's a lot of Shadow Lugia raids. So. Uh, it's a shame about the no three stars, though. I am so sorry about that. But thank you so much for the email. And that brings us to the end of the show. Now, I'm going to do my best to do the plugs here, but I don't look. I'm not going to lie. My brain glazes over when Chris reads them every week. So, <laughs> but if you, dear listeners, want to send us an email, you could do so by mailing, sending an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Or you can visit us at gocastpodcast.com, and I believe we have a form on there that you could send an email if you want as well. Find us on the place formerly known as Twitter, at gocastpodcast.com. 
or find us on Patreon at GoCastPodcast.com. And it's that time of week. Shout out to Elite Trainers, Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin, Mimi, Sports, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Mar- Charles, Motters, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Steven, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew 2, Camo, The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, Sarah Lore. And if financial support is not your thing or it's not in the cards or you want to support us in any other way, you can always leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. Was Apple Podcast doesn't have is that that's the one that's going away away right? Chris keeps track of this more than I do. But that brings us to the end of the show, which means I have to set goals. Chris is not here. Uh, I'll talk to him, get him to set some goals, but he has got a very busy week coming up, so it may not be possible. Oh no, he's traveling. I hope he's able to do Mega Garchomp uh, for me. Mega Garchomp Raid Day. Probably just my remote passes. I'll probably do all 10 remote passes because people are going to invite me. Uh, I might go out and see if I can invite some people myself, but uh, no one around me is playing. My girlfriend is working, so like I don't have anyone to drag along with me. I want to preempt and say that we might not get to record this week, so I'm going to set a goal for Fashion Week because it's... Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe next Saturday we'll record. We'll have to see. I want to finish the collection challenge for Fashion Week. I want to continue my mega progress because we're so close to being done. Although I guess now I'm going to have to add Mega Garchomp to the list. And I have two of them that are Hundo's. Oh, no. Oh, I need so much mega energy. And finish my work on my buddy progress. That's that's just going to take me forever. We're Let's be real here. That's never going to happen. Thank you so much for listening and bye-bye.